And let's start with the City of Toronto and the union representing outside workers. You know, things like garbage pickup. They have so far been unsuccessful in contract negotiations. And after four months of talking, the two sides have made no headway. And as a result, the city has now requested the Ontario Labour Ministry issue a no-board report. Lorenzo Lisi is an employment lawyer. He joins us uh, to help uh, kind of help us all make sense of this here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Lorenzo, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm well. Thanks. Appreciate you being on. Uh, first of all, what is this no-board report? I think if you talk to most people in offices when they get a report, most of them are pretty boring. Uh, what is no-board report? What does that mean? So under the Ontario Labor Relations Act, there's a, there's a technicality that parties cannot are not in a legal strike or a legal lockout position until certain requirements have been made, have been met. And those requirements are that uh, in the event that they are bargaining and one party says, all right, I've had enough, uh, they can request that the Ministry of Labor issue what's called a no-board report, which means uh, it's a formality, but that the Minister of Labor has chosen not to appoint uh, a, a board to determine or, or, or look into the dispute. And what that triggers is a 17-day period. So it's 14 days under the Labor Relations Act, but, and then there's three days for mailing. So on 12.01 of the 17th day, the parties are in a legal strike or lockout position. And I think that's been set already for the city up around February 27th. So what it does is it forces the parties, right, to now you've got a deadline. The clock is running. Uh, they, either party can, one party can strike, one party can lock out, unless they get a deal by that time. Okay, so what exactly, uh, what sort of things would be in this no-board uh, report? Is the Labour Ministry just looking at and uh, boiling down what the arguments are from both sides? It, it's, only a, it's only a technical formality. So all it is is they, uh, it's an application to, uh, to the Ministry of Labour, which is always approved effectively. So there's, there's no review of what the, uh, what the circumstances of the strike are or whether or not one party is right or wrong or has, or has acted appropriately. That's for a different process. This really is the mechanism whereby the, the strike or the lockout becomes legal, because if they try to do it before then, it's an improper a strike or an improper lockout. So this, right. this really is a rubber stamp to say, you know, in X plus 17 days, you can strike or you can lock out. You better get going on this. All right. As they say in golf parlance, uh, you're on the clock. You've been put yeah, on the clock on the, now. Exactly. You're right on the clock. And that Now, it doesn't mean they have to strike on February 27th. Uh, they can still continue to negotiate beyond then. But, but if they do strike or lock out before that time, either party can go to the Ministry of Labor or, uh, or to the Ontario Labor Relations Board and ask that they declare that it's, it's illegal because it, it hasn't been done after that no-board report and the 17 days have been expired have expired okay it's been 120 days roughly a four months of talking between both sides and apparently really little to no headway lorenzo has been made and our reporting suggests that it's the city that has requested this no board report is it always the city that does that or does that tell us something that they were the ones to request this well, it, I, I will tell you from, from anecdotally and in my experience, it's, more, it's normally the union that requests the no-board report, not the employer. In this case, uh, this probably signifies that the city is at a point where they're saying we need to put pressure on this situation to try to get it resolved, even knowing that there is the threat of a strike if that occurs. So it really is a pressure tactic, um, and there is no obligation that the parties go through any length of period to even ask for the no-board report. So many parties will ask uh, right at the beginning of negotiations, I want the no-board report 17 days later. We're in a legal strike lockout position. So while we're negotiating, 
that sort of Damocles is, ordering, is, is hovering over everybody's head. All right. What does your experience tell you when it comes to these no board reports? Once this has been issued and both sides have again been put on the clock, uh, does this typically end in a resolution? Is this a good thing to finding an end? Uh, I think it, I think it's a good thing when the parties have been have been bargaining and haven't been been able to come to a resolution. It's it, it shows me that one of the parties, or perhaps both, but in this case, one is saying we do need the pressure that comes from this deadline to try to get a resolution. Uh, and and in my experience, it's very effective because I, I negotiate on behalf of employers, and I see that when that comes in, we you know we've got to start sharpening our pencil. We've got to start looking at things because. You know, if there's a legal right to strike, we can't just say let's keep on meeting and meeting and meeting. We've got to get, we've got to try to get this thing resolved. So it is often a very effective method of getting the parties to come to a resolution. All right. Needless to say, we will continue to watch this as it unfolds with interest. Lorenzo, really appreciate you filling in some of the blanks for us and joining us. Thank you very much. There goes Lorenzo Lisi, employment lawyer.